Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are live from Mexico. We are live from Miami and Morgan's in Jersey. How you doing today? Sorry, nah, let me stop. Wow. <laughs> Finally, I can say it's about <laughs> 76 degrees this morning. That's beautiful. It was about 76 yesterday, so I'll, I'll give it. We had it. I had a nice weekend. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, it's 72 right now. Sorry. 81 right now. I'm um, three hours behind you guys. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's seven in the morning over there? And it's 719. Correct. Oof. You buggy. You on vacation up this early? I thought you were ahead of us. You're right. Mm. You're right. West Coast. Good for you. This is dedication. That damn sure is. I have been like, fuck y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hard Conversations, everybody. It's your boy, BB. I'm here with Guru Dave and Morgan. And we have another good episode for you today. Are you um, currently running from the government because of your comments from the last episode? Uh, that question shall not be answered. <laughs> uh, sorry, no. <laughs> No, I just like to go on vacation. Can can we like you know have some time away from work? <laughs> yes, work life balance. All right, I feel like I feel like every time we we get on, we say, "How's everybody doing?" We're like working. <laughs> yeah. How is everybody doing though? How's your week going? Good. Uh, it's going it's going by pretty fast. Um, like I'm dreading that I have to. I was just about to fly up that. to New Jersey during the cold, but you know what I'm saying? I do what I got to do. So we That's did why. have 48 hours of above 78 degrees. I'm sorry, you will have missed it. Yeah. Great cold. I mean, I actually left in the middle of that. So I think I, I want to say it was about, it was so beautiful. It was like probably like 80 degrees when I had yeah. when I got on my flight. Yeah. It was nice out. It was yeah. nice out. Yesterday was nice out. Got some sunlight. I made sure that I mentioned that today I wasn't going to say I was just working. I actually relaxed this weekend. Good. That's good. Well needed. So I'm excited to talk about the topics today, guys. Um, we have a we have a lot of uh, a good hot tops that we're going to mention. And then it's time for us to do another top five. And this time we're doing top five horror movies uh, in honor of Halloween. So are you guys celebrating All Hallows Eve? I'm um, not. No. Wow. You guys don't like All Hallows Eve? I mean, you so know, one thing I, I figured out, right, that it's only in like two states that there's like something about like the night before Halloween. It's only New Jersey and I think I forgot. It's one other state. Got in Massachusetts. Maybe. Mm. But it's only two states that do that. And I didn't know that until recently. Well, I know like anywhere where witches are celebrated, which is in New Jersey and Massachusetts. Okay. Um, so that makes sense, actually. Yeah. There's actually a whole witches council in Jersey, like South Jersey. That's cute. Mm. Did you know that? Sabrina the Teenage Witch was actually filmed in New Jersey. I did not know that. I thought she was like in San Francisco or something. No, I loved that house. show. 
The actual house is in... It looks like Montclair. So I the house, now that you say that, I think about that. Yeah, I didn't. I found this out actually re recently. Um, I think it's in Fort Myers. Uh, it's in. It's in Freehold. Mm. Oh wow! Well, whoever owns that house has is making a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. It's got that old Victorian style. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Yeah, one of my one of my favorites actually. Well, I love anything that has to do with witchcraft. So, but yes, we are celebrating uh, Halloween here at the Hard Conversations by doing a top five horror, and I love our top fives. We'll be doing that tomorrow. Uh, that will drop, of course, uh, on Thursday. But I uh, can't wait to uh, do it with you guys. And then, of course, we're going to be doing that guessing game again because you guys seem to love that as well. Um, but to get started for today, uh, we did want to bring up. The fact that Miami, where David currently resides, is doing some nice things for the people in uh, of, of the city um, or of the county. Actually, Miami Dade, it looks like is doing this. They're offering public transportation for free, uh, according to uh, the article that I have. David, you let me know if this is correct, but this is happening until the end of the year. Yes. Okay. Fares usually cost around. Two dollars and twenty-five cents, but again, they're they're free uh, until December thirty-first. The free fare is a part of phase two of the Miami-Dade Transportation uh, Department and Public Works uh, Better Bus Network. It's a community-driven effort to improve the service of public transportation with greater frequency across the board. That's I mean awesome. Yeah, shout outs to Miami. Like, listen, that's what I always tell people. Miami is it's its own state, okay? Miami is not a part of Florida, okay? They definitely have their own culture. Yes. But considering all of the traffic they get, that that'll be really dope. I'm curious to know if it makes traffic get better. Mm, I hope oh, so. Yeah. That's a good point. So you feel like you're saying like people who typically drive may choose public transportation instead because of this? Yeah, like I know that that's usually a reason that the city goes to push for public transportation is because of like congestion or like bad air quality. Um, but, you know, I think Miami making it free is like a really great step in the right direction. Um, because like we live in the tri-state area, we have heavy public transportation. I feel like they fail us a good chunk of the time. But if they were free, I might complain about it a little bit less. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, I think people, if it was free, people would start taking it more, because we have buses that go straight to the beach, like, all types of stuff, so it's like... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice for tourists, because if you go to Miami on a trip, you plan to be lit the whole time, so you can't drive. So that would be nice, a bus trip that goes directly to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. But did you guys know that it's not even just Miami that's getting a, a upgrade on transportation. Like the FTA announced more than $14 billion in federal funding to support public transportation across the U.S. And New Jersey recently uh, is falling into this with it uh, getting $47 million uh, federal grant to help electric buses uh, in North. Nice. I like well that. So it's not going to be free transportation, but they are looking out for the environment. 
Mm-hmm. And they South need Girl. that. They do. Newark has really a lot do. of traffic. Yeah. Yeah, too much. Can we talk about how the commute is? And I, I don't know if you have to go through Newark or even like get on the highway anywhere near. Because I know you and I live it's close insane. together. It is crazy. And, and it I doesn't matter there. if you take public transportation or drive. That's correct. Like if I took the train. So when I took the, the Midtown Direct and I took it from Brick Church, um, I kind of avoided the Newark traffic, even though everybody got on at Broad Street. But when I started taking the train from Newark Penn, I felt like getting into Newark was half my commute. Yes. And when I drive to work, getting through the highway portion of Newark, it adds like 20 minutes to my commute. That is correct. Yes. I actually work downtown Newark and getting from downtown to a highway, forget like the highway in Newark. When I, I have to, in order to get to the highway to get home, it takes me 30 minutes and I yep. work right near Market Street, like Broad and Market Street. Mm, like it's not too, that's too far. That's the worst part. Yes. It's like the, the McCarter Highway. You're, you're done for after 3 p.m. Yep. This is it's really bad. Yeah. And I think that's why like I'm I'm thinking to myself if less people drove and more people took public transportation cuz public transportation is always crowded. Mm-hmm. But it's public transportation. Like the the streets probably wouldn't be so bad. But pre-pandemic it was really bad. Yeah. During the pandemic so many people started working from home that things started to back up a little bit, but yes. it's just as bad if not worse than it was pre-pandemic now. Yes, I, I think you might be right about that, if not worst part. So I actually started taking the light rail. Like I would I would rather drive my car to Grove Street light rail and take the light rail into Newark. And the stress relief that I have of not having to go through Newark to get home is amazing. So maybe it's something you'll want to consider. I um I drive now because oh, okay, I can't drive all the way in. Yeah, I just drive all the way in. Um, but I started taking the train from Newark Penn because the train left more often. And it was pretty much just I knew if I came home during or I, I went to work during rush hour, I was going to be sitting in Newark for a good 20, 30 minutes, mm. chilling in my car, thinking about how I was going to be late. And it was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get my you. fault. No, I have like a stress relief ride home. I just, you know, I, I, I actually like giggle a little bit when I cross the streets into all the traffic to get to the uh, train station. Like, oh, don't have to deal with any of this because <laughs> the light rail comes every like five minutes. Yeah, the so, light rail is often. Yeah. So then all I have to do is worry about like an eight minute commute home. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Now, David, you where you live in Miami, I'm not necessarily sure there is public transportation that comes near there, is there? uh yes there's actually a there's actually a a bus stop literally outside my house holy um, shit i didn't know that yeah yeah uh but yeah i would say it's so miami i would say i wouldn't say there's a lot of buses but like there's always there's a lot of means of transportation so i would say there's there's a uh, miami pushes that we have bike programs we have a scooter program you could just rent a scooter just pick it up it'll literally be on the side of the street you just pick it up and you can hop on the scooter uh mopeds they have a moped thing uh oh so you know what really quickly jersey has that too is that why there's just random scooters lying around north yes 
they they have them in Manhattan and then they came to Newark. Yes, you can rent them on an app and it tells you where the location is and then people come to charge them. Like people, like third parties get paid to charge them. Wow. Um, and then you just drop it off. You're just not allowed to be on certain streets. Like you can't get on a highway, but they're actually pretty convenient. I've taken them like in DC before I went on a scooter. Nice. You, you just pick it up off the ground and <laughs> put it on the app and it turns on you Gucci. The mopeds too. Yep, the mopeds too. Exactly. They don't have the mopeds in Jersey, and they shouldn't. But <laughs> definitely shouldn't. I could just see the horrors. But oh this yes. Is, but this is great. You know, shout out to Miami. Shout out to uh, Jersey. Shout out to uh, Department of Transportation, and um, you know, for for getting some money together to assist constituents who don't have a means of transportation of their own. It's expensive to have a car nowadays. And then mm-hmm. y'all trying to go to um, uh, electric, which is also expensive and time consuming. So you definitely want to look out for public transportation and, and trying to make it uh, more convenient. I'm here for it. I'm going to hold on to my gas car for as long as I can, though. <laughs> right. Now, I wanted to also mention, uh, David brought this to my attention, that bananas are possibly going extinct. Um, Now, I don't know about y'all, but I love bananas. Uh, Strawberry banana anything is one of my favorites. I love banana pudding. I love banana bread. I cannot live without bananas. David, what the hell is going on? Listen, it's, it's this wild disease going on right now. But listen... Bananas as we know it may be on the verge of extinct, right? The situation led Colombia, where the economy relies heavily on crop, as it does in several other countries, including Ecuador, Costa Rica, Guatemala, to declare a national state of emergency in August. Banana experts around the world have raised concerns that it may be too late to reverse the damage. Mm. The reason for the problem comes down to a single disease, but it also has far-reaching implications and the world is watching. Even if the world's relationship to bananas may never be the same, the lessons of the fruit can still save us from damage that could hit far beyond product aisles, uh, produce aisles. Uh, So there is this disease, uh, the Panam- Panamania disease, also known as banana. Blame it on my people. Pa- Panama. I mean, Panama. I, I was going to bring it up. I was going to bring it up. I was like, let me not be that guy right now. <clears throat> but it's yes. It's called the Panama disease. Yes. Uh, also known as banana wilt. Uh, it's brought on by the spread of noxious soil fungus. Mm. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's like, it's really hard to get rid of. Uh, it like it like stays in the soil like it's 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 yeah it's really uh devastating and it's it's just taking over honestly it's spreading yes the issue um, with it is that it does not um allow the banana to absorb water so whatever property mm-hmm. is within the fungus uh stops the banana from being able to absorb what which which is of course water is its necessary fun- um uh, product to survive it's not able to absorb it in order to grow so i mean i don't necessarily know if, if it's only related to bananas but i i think it's something that we should really be concerned about if it can affect water absorption 
I just yeah. finished my banana just now. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I, I'm curious. Okay. So this disease came from the soil and affected the trees. Did it spread outside of Panama? Well, yeah, it's all over now. It's in St. Colombia. It's in Ecuador. It's in Costa Rica. How did uh, it get, how did the soil get around? Or did it get on the bananas and then did the seed have it? Like, how did it spread? So that that's a great question. Uh, that I don't know, honestly. Uh, but it, it I think it has to either do with how they're uh, growing the bananas. It has to be like some type of like concoction or something. Something obviously triggered it. So it's it's saying here that this, this strain actually emerged in the 1990s. That it just started like spreading in a way that's problematic. Mm -hmm. It was found in Colombia in 2019 and Peru in 2021. Um, so you you know how people are. If if it's going to affect their income and their money, this is why we're dealing with global warming right now. If it's going to affect mm. their money, we're going to try to keep it as quiet as possible until it actually becomes a problem. So, and now we're at a problem. Now, I don't know what life without bananas could be like. I can't deal with this. But I I, I personally don't want any parts of it. We need to rely way too heavily on bananas. There are just certain things that are like happening that are just so part of our everyday life, like the ozone layer mm -hmm. <laughs> that we need to care a little bit more about. But I'm just wondering if, because I know we, for the most part, our bananas are shipped in um, from South America, but I do know we grow some in Florida and I'm wondering if the ones in Florida were affected and now I know the price of bananas is about to go sky high. They were the only oh, affordable thing in the grocery yes. store. Two dollars and some change, child. Oh my like, gosh. A whole thing of bananas. I, I loved it. And I would always be like, I I don't know about y'all, but have y'all ever felt like, okay, the banana price says one thing, but then when you go ring it up, it's like like less like 30% or like 50% less than that price. And I'll just be like, all right, I ain't gonna say shit. I just pay it. Yes. <laughs> but I just I, came back from ShopRite last night, $360 later, and bananas are the only thing yes, that, that makes sense. And I'm like, this makes me feel good. Right. And I really do. I eat banana bread all the time, like with a little bit of honey, banana. with some tea. I had some <laughs> banana pancakes for breakfast this week. Yes. Even so my good. shakes. I like my peanut butter and banana smoothie. Yes. Mm. we can't lose bananas that's but you know what, what's going to come out of this is they're going to make some sturdy gmo banana that's immune to it and all of us in 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 2072 are wondering why we got six toes well technically they're already doing that because real bananas if i'm correct actually have seeds in them you're you right yeah. i just yes the seeds are so small in the bananas we eat you barely even recognize that they're there i was just yeah. about to say shit for real yeah and real <laughs> In real bananas that don't have like all these like GMOs and stuff inside of it, there's actually seeds in bananas. Wow. Actually, you know what? When I was younger, I remember seeds being in bananas. Not that I wouldn't eat them, but now I never thought about it that the seeds have gotten smaller and smaller and smaller, and it's almost like they're not there now. Mm -hmm. Look at us learning. I love to learn. People need to things. start growing their own fruit. Well, right. But I feel like if we do, once they start putting restrictions, when people start to really come up on realizing that they should have their own farms, 
I don't even care if it's a small little patch that you can do. If you can grow one cabbage and one tomato and one banana, people really need to start considering it. But I, I feel like there's going to start being restrictions and sanctions put out <laughs> to try to keep people from doing it. That and, and that and the, the fight you have with the wildlife in your backyard. Oh, <sighs> so annoying. David and I tried to grow some trees. We will, we will not say what they <laughs> are, but... um when we were younger and um the wildlife oh no yeah squirrels chipmunks like deer they just ruin all of that stuff and granted like i don't think we're used to seeing real organic produce i, I saw a video of a woman selling apples and I saw the video and I thought to myself, like, oh, this must be about rotten apples. And she was like, no, this is just what apples look like when you don't treat them with pesticides and they don't have, they're not genetically modified to last longer. I they get bruises, that. they get brown, bugs are eating them. And that's how you know they're good because other things want to eat them. And I'm sure. like, she's right. If you put that in the grocery store, I wouldn't buy it sitting next to everything else. Right, right. But I that's what you. an apple's supposed to look like. And if it doesn't have that, and if it doesn't get brown when you, like, bite into it, it's most mm -hmm. likely, like, very bad for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. We went apple picking earlier in September. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, well, at least these apples are, like, organic. And my friend was saying, no, they probably have pesticides. Because there's no way the flies wouldn't be all over this place if they didn't use pesticides. I'm like, you're right. All my food has pesticides in it. Yep, yep. Well, I do hope that we can figure something out. Listen, there's enough people talking about it now, y'all. So let's come together as a world and stop fighting each other. Speaking of, we'll... Hashtag save the bananas. Yes, hashtag free Palestine. But let's stop fighting each other and, uh, you know, come together for something. Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. ridiculous. Speaking of fights... Y'all know what's been going on um, the last 80 years over there in the Palestinian um, uh, territory. Um, and then, you know, October 7th seems to be the only focus that America and any media seems to have when it comes to the response uh, that Hamas did. Well, Hamas took, I think, uh, several hostages. I, I don't even know how many uh, too many to count, but those hostages were recently released, some of them at least, Americans included. And it's just very interesting because the story that America is painting about the treatment of Hamas uh, on Israel makes it seem like, and probably is the reason why they feel that they can justify the genocide that Israel is currently committing on the Palestinians. But the people who were recently released by those Hamas quotation mark terrorists <clears throat> uh, were recently uh, speaking out. Now, the Americans we have not heard from yet, funny enough. We've heard all from their families, but we haven't heard from the actual hostages. But there were two Israeli hostages who spoke out. And they stated how uh, when they were taken to their... I guess uh, prisons. Um, on the way, they did say that they were beaten. Let me let me make that clear. They did say they were beaten on the way, but when they got there, they were fed daily. They ate the same things that the Hamas uh, 
militant group eight. They also stated that they were uh, taken care of. The doctor came regularly every couple of hours. People who were hurt were immediately cared for. Some of the best treatment in that area, according to uh, the people. When you even look at the video of the hostages being released, one of the women turns around and blows a kiss at the Hamas militant group. And when asked why she did that, she advised all of these things. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I feel like it shows that I'm trying to carefully say this. It shows that uh, that Hamas isn't completely like just wildly ruthless, right? Like for someone to be captured and be like, like we were okay. Like they 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 fed us. Uh, they they were helping people that had injuries. Uh, we had electricity. We had you know what I'm saying. They made sure we were good. Like yeah, it was fucked up that they took us, but and they it it shows that they see like okay, listen, we know you guys are like you know what I'm saying POWs. Like unfortunately, y'all had to get captured for our greater good, but. Uh, we we gonna make like you're still human at the end of the day, and they, from from what she's saying is that they recognize these people as humans and not as you know what I'm saying just like, just casualties, just you can die. So, and it and that might be strategic, um, you know that they're making a point to say that we're gonna treat our hostages well. I don't know if it's goodwill or strategic. I'm I'm happy to hear that, and I hope it wasn't. I hope it was true. I think it's interesting that the American hostages haven't spoken yet. I wonder if somebody told them to stay quiet about their treatment. Yeah. But I'm I'm really happy to see people being released. Um, I think there are over 250 hostages at this point. Um, I also read that um, um, an Israeli prisoner of war was just killed from torture. Um, so I don't know what kind of treatment... Uh, I'm going to say Palestinians have gotten that have been arrested because at this point we don't know who's a citizen, a civilian rather, and who's Hamas. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they'll be walking away with the same story of how we were humanely treated. Um, but I'm 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 happy to see that there's been some gesture of humanity and that people are being released. Yes, I agree with you on the sentiments of the American hostages. Why are they not speaking out? Um, America is clearly spinning a narrative. Um, I'm surprised you haven't uh, put, you know, made the hostages speak on it, right? Shouldn't they be able to uh, justify or, uh, you know, the narrative that you're putting together? And if if they can't, you know, that that's probably why they can't speak out because America wants for this to be able to continue without their supporters uh, knowing that something isn't right here. I, I Listen, I'm just completely disgusted by this whole situation. And I mean, I'm just, I mean, I don't know if you guys have been looking through social media, but um, Netanyahu has already expressed that not Hamas, the Palestinian people. So I want to be clear, like this is, this has been, 
long past Hamas. And that's why, you know, I, I always put my quotation marks up because I feel like Hamas gave uh, Israel government, Israel's government a reason to enact this, right, enact this genocide. Because uh, the Israel, the prime minister of Israel has got on TV and said that the Palestinian people are, I think they call them Al-Malak in uh, the Bible. And that's pretty much like uh, the Bible says that it's like uh, people who need to be erased and cleansed, essentially like a genocide. Mm. And he has literally said that not just uh, men, but women and infants as well. And then to look at the pictures that people like Sean King are posting of these children being dug out of mounds of rocks and rubble and under buildings, if I don't understand how you can not I how you can justify it, you know. So I can't even look at that stuff most of the time. I have to scroll right past it. And sometimes they don't put that little sensor yeah. on there, so it kind of like catches you. And you're it's like, very oh, graphic and it's yes. rough. Yeah, it's there's so a lot of rough. dead children and dead people and severely injured people, and 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 mourning families. It's a lot. Um, and to just add something in there, um, I was recently watching a podcast where they said when Hamas was officially elected into leadership 17 years ago. They won by a 44% vote, which is not the majority, um, which lets you know the election was corrupt. Um, this year in 2023, I think like 40%, um, if, if not higher, of the people that live in the Gaza Strip were not even old enough to have voted in that election. And recent polls show that in most of the questions about public opinion and their thoughts on Hamas, 60% of the population or more don't agree with their govern government. And this was before the events of the last, it's been about three weeks to a month now. Mm -hmm. So at this point, they're just a bunch of people being punished for a government that they did not elect, that they do not agree with, and that they have no control over. But But Israel is cool making them casualties of war. Which makes no sense. Like, that's how I know this is not about Hamas. And Hamas yep. deserves to be punished to the fullest extent. But these people are innocent babies. I, I don't get it. Speaking of, uh, there's so many other genocides that are happening around the world. And the Hard Conversations is going to be covering them. Currently, there's a genocide going on in the Republic of Congo. And there's a, a um a genocide attempting to be taken place in the Sudan. I, I, I want to say attempting because I have to do more research on it, guys, but we're going to do an episode where we discuss those just like we did with Palestine because we need to highlight the fact that the world has so many war criminals that are not uh, that are not answering for their crimes. Um. So regarding... Who who was our, our it boy of the year, Jonathan Majors, earlier this year, um, and was having his 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 coming up moment where he was an Ant Man, um, he had gotten all these ads, he had just done Creed three, um, oh gosh, now I can't think of the the show that was on HBO that he was on with Journey Smollett that was really good, um, and got a lot of really good, um, oh yes, critiques, and it was, and it was taken uh taken off the air, right. Yes, they didn't renew it. Um, 
but he if you weren't following was arrested on march 26th earlier this year and charged with assault of his ex-girlfriend um and he released a statement immediately with his lawyer saying that he had done nothing wrong. Um, and if you've been following, he's had all of his, all of the ads and promos he were doing were snatched away. His his uh, management company dropped him. Um, he's been sharing evidence uh, to support that he did not commit the crimes that he was accused of, which were um, assaulting his ex-girlfriend in his apartment. And from what we understand, they got into an argument in a cab ride home, um, which she claims got heated. Uh, we don't exactly know the events of what happened in between, but next day he found, he says he found her in his apartment, passed out drunk. Um, she said that he beat her up. The police arrested him, even though he was the one that called the police because she was passed out drunk in his apartment. And here we are today um, at this point after he's lost pretty much every deal that he had. Mm -hmm. um, and he has in June countersued her um, for assault. Um, and she was arrested um, on the 25th um, for uh, after he made a countersuit. Um, now, the, what, what I find incredibly frustrating is throughout the trials it seems to have been proven and they're continuing to support evidence uh, submit supporting evidence that her allegations were not true um they actually found footage of her in the club immediately after their argument um with no injuries uh the cab driver that drove them around said that there was no fight and there was not even any raised voices in the argument that they had in the apartment it seems that she did end up in his apartment injured after um, they got into that argument because she had a key to his apartment um, and he called the police because he was concerned about her and also she wouldn't leave. But when the police got there, there was a lot of leading language to, did he hit you? Did he hit you? Did he hit you? There were actually 35, quest 35 questions where they used language that was leading to say that Jonathan Majors had hit her or assaulted her. Um, so um, the, his attorney is saying that she was let it. She also retracted her statement almost immediately after she made it. But what I find incredibly frustrating is at this point, like Disney, he had this big deal with Disney. Um, and oh. it's been, he has not been, he's not going to be Kang moving forward. He is in Loki season two. That was already in the works and had already been filmed, but Disney had started off with, we trust in the justice system. And if he's innocent, we're going to move forward with him. If not, then we're making plans to move in with another plan. He's not going to be um, moving forward with the role of Kang. He lost his U.S. Army um, uh, promotions that he had going on. Um, I'm trying to figure out how all of these things were lost permanently before this was over. Uh, there also have been, let me tell the whole story, um, several accounts of women that came forward to the DA office in New York saying that they had already, they had also been assaulted that we have not heard anything additional about. There were also rumors in the industry that he did have a bit of um, an insidious past. None of those things have been proven, uh, shed light on. We don't know any more details about that. But aside from him losing all of this money when it seems like he should have had nothing in his way, um, when he countersued and the warrant was put out for this woman's arrest, 
um, there was apparently an agreement because she's a, a UK native um, that when she got to the DA's office, that this was just the formality, that they were not going to pursue charges and that this was pretty much going to be like an office appointment, which it was. And the district attorney is saying they're not pressing any charges on his countersuit. He asked for his case to be dismissed because all of the evidence is pointing to the fact that he did not do this and his case is not being dismissed now. And he's got another court date on November 29th to deal with his crimes for assault and misdemeanors. Let me get and this a straight. lot of this hold just... On. Hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. Get straight. You're telling me that we've already, we've already proven that most of what she stated is false because it's not been proven. Uh, we've already proven that the police have been leading in this case. We've already proven that he has a valid case and a means to charge this woman with assault, for which they did charge her. But they mm-hmm. told her that it's going to be a formality and they're pretty much going to drop her case. Meanwhile, the case where we're proving that th- th- most of the information is false, the case against them can't be proven, still has to go through? Yep. Her name is Grace Jabari. Um, the prosecutors planned had planned to provide travel and lodging for the U.S. to the U.S. for Jabari, who was a British citizen, in order for her to testify at Major's trial, according to the documents. Um, prosecutors asked the NYPD to issue Jabari a desk appearance ticket, which requires her to return to court at a specified date rather than waiting in custody for an arraignment. Um, And then the trial date of November 29th, which is Major's trial, is set, uh, who virtually attended his last hearing. And Major uh, New York Judge Michael Gaffey denied uh, Major's motion to dismiss his case. But the prosecutor has no plans on actually pursuing the case that he countersued Jabari with. Wow. They said that he doesn't have enough merit and um, merit and evidence to press any charges against her. Wow. I'm, and I'm... I, I just want to put out there that number one, I feel like if this woman was not white, number one, nobody would have cared about uh, a, a, an assault case to begin with. Um, because Black women are invisible. Um, I think that Jonathan Majors allegedly abusing a white woman is what made all of this a headline. Um, Even though there is no evidence supporting that he actually did so, his countersuit isn't even being taken seriously. And this man that, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, this black man with Afro features, who's not racially ambiguous, who the, who the world was claiming out as the new sex symbol just disappeared into the, the, the dark of the night when he was on the rise. I, it doesn't seem fair. And I'm not counting out all of the allegations. I'm just saying that at some point when we actually go through the trial system, and it proves you innocent. It doesn't even matter. Because yeah, besides OJ, there's never been a case where we made it out and we actually didn't. We we didn't do it. I was about to say, because even when you're in, 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 in Black people's cases, it is you are guilty until proven innocent. Yep. And then when you're proven innocent, it's over for you still. Yep. Which it seems like is going to be the case for him. Yeah, he just lost another contract with Disney. Yeah, he was he was the major villain that the, oh, their entire um, Avengers franchise was centered around. Wow, that was a huge deal. 
and he had gotten really good critical acclaim for um him playing king and ant-man he they'd already filmed loki season two so it seems like they kept that because they weren't going to undo it but the director also talked about what a positive experience he had working with jonathan majors but it's cool rumor has ruined his career that's ridiculous i hate it here we even had to break off our engagement because that Jabari situation, I wasn't cool with that. You said you had to break off your engagement? Yeah. It was hard, but I made it through. I can't with you. David, you've been real quiet in this topic. Listen, I always I always say this to to all the black men I meet out here. You gotta be smart with these with, with the women you mess with. You, know? you you know what they're capable of. You gotta make sure yourself is covered. I don't care if you got to wear a wire on dates, boy, you better make sure you cover because it's he said, she said, and they always going to listen to what she said, especially if she not black. Shit. Or especially if you black. Oh, yeah, it's even worse at that point. And she met he met her on the set of Ant-Man. Yeah, I think I, I, I hope that he does get his role back. For I didn't know he lost it, but for Kang, uh, but if anything, I, I feel like they they finished Loki, so there shouldn't be any Kang actually being recorded right now. So I think he'll have the time to get it back if he wants it back. But it sounds like they already recasted. Yeah, no, David, he lost everything. Oh, okay. Did they recast? Yeah, that was my question. If they recasted him already. Yeah, Disney had held out. They had made a statement when all of this was happening that they were going to basically hold on to his role until all of this was addressed. We found out that they were releasing Loki after the first trial went and it sounded like it went well. So that was good news. But then later on, Disney said they're moving forward with another actor, which is really disappointing. Yeah. Because he has not been accused of being guilty. Yeah, I feel like this is a another uh, cause of like the whole Me Too movement that's going that was going on is still kind of going on. So we got to start looking at facts, hard facts. Yeah, I I agree. I also think <clears throat> that the Me Too movement seemed to have hit black men harder than it hit everybody else because I'm not saying there wasn't a need for the Me Too movement. Absolutely. There was. Um, but I mean, when we think about the men in power that we've actually seen that had consequences for it, I can think about Harvey Weinstein in the entertainment industry. There are not a lot of other ones. Yeah, Harvey yeah. Weinstein get thrown underneath the jail. Uh, what's, what's the dude that just killed himself? Well, I don't think he killed himself, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, Epstein. Mm. Mm, yeah and there was a lot of evidence for him i don't think he killed himself either um but yeah they're not a, like the man that played the father in seventh heaven still running around living free exactly um the man that, that played the the flash who had all of this drama surrounding him went right back to his leading role as the flash and nobody's yep. talking about all of the 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 terror and chaos he left in his wake wait what happened what he do um, he was apparently like assaulting women and just being really like disturbing and and aggressive and violent. There are multiple ac accounts of women complaining about him, um, about them. And 
everybody thought he was going to get dropped from the flash because all of this kind of surfaced around the time they would have started filming for the flash and dc kept him anyway yeah and that's what that, i think that's part of the reason why the movie tanked because i watched it it wasn't a bad movie at all it wasn't a bad movie uh, but the reason why the numbers did so bad i think was because of that because they kept them in they were like we're not going to support this Well, Jonathan also, Major... even Amber Heard, Amber Heard is still going to be in her role after it was all the drama she caused for Johnny Depp. Well, DC Jonathan doesn't Majors, give a damn. Jonathan Majors is a really good actor. He, he's definitely. I think he's going to come get his comeback. Uh, if not, we need to with... call Tyler Perry. Oh no! Please don't call him. <laughs> please. He is too good an actor for that to be subject to that limited acting get back in the game you, he could sony like you can there's other people out here who can pick him up if, if marvel Tyler. don't want him what about the uh oh marvel owns dc don't they mm, i think wb owns dc and disney owns marvel so then he can go to dc that would be a turn of events and, and then he probably would shit on all of them in that movie, and then um, Disney would be really upset. I I just I, it was very frustrating for me to see he had such a shining career in front of him. Yeah, and he looked good. He man, that man, man good. That was civil rights fine. Oof. Oh, Lovecraft Country. By yes, the way, is the name of the show. You should watch if you have not. Yes, please check it out. If I if this were a horror series, not a horror movie that we were going to be doing, that would, be, would up there. be on there. Yes, yes, that is true. All right. There is a huge sigh of relief for this community in Maine after a man accused of killing 18 people is found dead. Uh, a sense of relief washed over a grievance Maine community that endured two days of fear after authorities announced a man accused of killing 18 people at a bowling alley in a restaurant earlier this week was found dead uh, on Friday evening. Uh, the body of Robert Card, 40-year-old man, uh, was discovered near a river some 10 miles from the shattered community of uh, Lewiston uh, with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Uh, Card's body was found inside of a box trailer sitting in a overflow parking lot of Maine's Recycling Corporation in Lisbon. Uh, Card had recently been fired uh, from the recycling center. It... And two firearms were found alongside his body. He was wearing the same sweatshirt seen in surveillance videos of the Wednesday night shooting, suggesting he never changed his clothes. Uh, it is unclear when he took his own life. So it, well, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's uh, no longer terrorizing everyone, but uh, it's unfortunate that so many people had to lose their lives, honestly. The police officer took his own life? No, no, the... Uh... The killer did. Yeah. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Which he should have just did that shit first. I don't even understand why they have to go and bring everybody, like, innocent people 
who you don't know into it. Like, if you feel some type of way, you know, and I don't, I, listen, I don't condone suicide. But for people who go out there and kill a whole bunch of other people and yeah. then cowardly take your own life, you should have just. Why didn't you just first. start with you? If you were miserable, why'd you have to take people with you? Right. Yeah. I just the, don't get that. There was an extensive manhunt that started Wednesday night after gunshots rang out at just in time recreation and later at the Shamin's Bar and Grill. According to officials, the 18 people killed whom officials identified Friday range in an age of 14 to 76. Uh, they include a boy who was bowling with his father, contestants in a cornhole tournament for the deaf, uh, several fathers who uh, leave behind young children. Contestants in a cornhole tournament. They were just out having like autumn time fun. Yeah. I'm so sick of hearing about mass shootings. Yeah, but and Maine is such a random. Well, it's, listen, it's... Gun, wherever guns, listen, guns in America, you know, are illegal. So wherever they are, this can happen. No place is safe. That's what people need to understand. But listen, I, what I, what I said earlier about the fact that if it's gonna hurt people who make a lot of money's pockets. You know, the NRA in this case, they they don't care. No matter how much we try and try and try to get guns uh, regulated in America, it doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if the NRA funded some of the campaigns to keep and, and, and people that, that were making the laws about gun control. Well, I know they're and in the lobbied pockets. for some of those people. I know they're in the pockets of the congressman who refused to budge on it. Well, my thing is, uh, you know I'm saying guns don't kill people; people kill people. But I feel like if more people would be, you know, what I'm saying, exercise their constitutional right to to bear arms. It wouldn't have turned out the way it was. Clearly, no one else had a firearm on them to the to easily uh stop the situation from growing. So I feel There's like if somebody they... who has guns. Um, listen, regulating guns <laughs> is not to say that we want to get rid of your little firearms, David. We're no, saying... yeah, no. I'm I'm just saying that I feel like more people should just exercise their right. That's all I'm saying. I say I feel like if there were people there at the bowling alley that had a had a firearm on them, the, the situation would have been uh, de-escalated a lot sooner. Well, I well let's start with is is Maine one of the states where you can carry a firearm? Because like in New Jersey, I believe you can keep a fa firearm in your home. Nope, you can't you can carry, carry one around. You can. Yes, you can. Well, yes, in New York, you be... can't. Well, in New Jersey, it has to be um, concealed. in New York, too. It has to be concealed. Yes. Now, concealed hold on a second. Right. New York, you can carry around a firearm as a yeah. regular civilian? Uh, and yes, you can Are conceal, you, sure? you, can, you can conceal carry in New York, yes. The state of New York, yes. Okay, New York City, you can't. Okay, New York City, you can't. That's what it is. Yeah, because the thing is, like, in some states, it's illegal. You can only have it in your home. 
Um, so even if you did legally have one, you wouldn't have had it at the bowling alley. Um, and I'm I'm not against the concept of carrying a gun. I'm against the fact that weapons that can kill, like wipe out 50 people in the matter of 30 seconds. Like, what are you doing with that? You're not right. defending yourself with that. That's a war weapon. Right. And I'm also against the fact that people can go and get a, a gun license and um, not have to go through serious psychological evaluation before being able to go and, and uh, get approved for that license or, um, or a permit. Yeah. yeah no, I agree. Yeah. They can definitely bolster uh, the mental health aspect uh, of getting a gun uh, just because of your of age and have somewhat of a, a, a clean background. Uh, it, I think it helps. I think he has a, a military background. So I think that also helps. Mm. Uh, his access uh but yeah it definitely the background checks definitely need to to be better to be covered like it's it's a lot of depressed people out here uh and it's known like people know these things but no one's saying anything so yeah that definitely needs to be addressed yeah we need to do way better in america and we don't need ar-15s we don't you don't need we don't even if you're hunting animals, there's no need for no. for an automatic weapon. Um, I, and I think that's what, because I, I, I'm kind of like stuck in between. Like, I agree with David that there probably would be less situations that people would feel confident pulling out a gun if they knew that, that one was likely to be pulled out back on them. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I also kind of feel like if we didn't, if it weren't a bunch of American civilians walking around with guns, we wouldn't have to worry about that. And I think I end up on the other side because a lot of these people, like you can get a gun illegally. Um, yep. You don't, you don't have to have bought it the legal way. And, you and like right out of Walmart in certain states, you can in Pennsylvania, you can certainly buy one at Walmart, um, which is not that far from where we live. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's true. People kill people. Um, but automatic rifles make it a whole lot easier to kill a whole lot of people in a very short span of time versus like if you had a handgun, yeah, right. you, you might've taken out two, three people, but the way that they just wipe people out, wiping kids out at schools, just going into crowds, like concerts and at this like they're just residential areas with people with their families, which I, I it doesn't sound like there was any connection with him and these people. He just had issues there's too many people with mental health issues walking around with with weapons, with deadly weapons. Yes, or access to them. Even if they don't mm -hmm. have them, they have the easy access to get them. And if you you're right, if you have a pistol, you might catch one or two people, but people will be able to, and more likely will uh, take down someone with a pistol. Mm -hmm. Also, if you have a rifle, you might catch one person off guard, but you're not going to be able to get the next person because you ain't even going to be able to load it in time for the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, oh. if we regulate it and get these automatic weapons off these uh, streets, um, it would be a lot better. So I'm just going to say once again, people kill people. Guns don't kill people. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, means I feel like we, I feel I like everybody should have their right, you know what I'm saying, to to carry whatever type of uh, weapon they feel is necessary. Uh, we as a a country uh, supply 
several other countries and several other civilians in other countries with ARs and all types of weapons and grenade launchers and rocket launchers. So we also we we support it all over the place. Um, but I agree that it does need to be uh, regulated. So like there definitely needs to be more of a push to uh, it'll be more of a push to mental health to understanding because like it doesn't make it's not going to make a difference like I can carry multiple pistols if if need be like so like just taking off ARs is not it's not going to solve the problem uh I'm just gonna people are just going to think of a different way to go about it uh to get to to get to the job that they want to do they just find another way around it so so you basically said that making it easier is not really you know causing the problem here because everything nope. you just said, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's because everything you just said doesn't make the fact that we're making it easier for people to be able to do these things. Why do you need an AR-15? Why do you need an automatic rifle? Why does a resident in a country that is supposed to be well protected and secured with policing everywhere need an automatic rifle? Same and, reason and, why. And, and 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 having it out there and giving it to kids because we give it to kids. You're right. We do give out uh, automatic rifles and and grenades and stuff like that. Doesn't make it right just because right. we do that. that I'm, right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's like we're we're wrong all across the board, and we definitely shouldn't be giving it to residents, whether it's in another country like Africa, or right at home. It, it, it makes no sense. Or Israel. It makes no sense. You don't need it. I mean, David, either way, David, you, you were... don't. Even if you're not, you're not understanding. Even if you, you got to keep in mind, like you can even look at the UK as an example. And I feel like we're getting off topic, but eat, like look at the UK. Even if you remove guns, people are going to find other ways around it. So we have more bombings in the UK. This is why stabbings are are through the roof. Like there's there's still like either way, you remove one thing, you're gonna you're gonna there's something else that's going to happen. Like, I'm going to find a way around it any way you look at it. You need to hit it at the root cause, which is the mental health issues. You need to address these. These are the issues that are getting us to these points. So you need to hit it at the root versus just trying to cut it off at the end. Mental right. health is not going to only be the thing that gets it because there are plenty of people who are mentally sane who will go insane in the blink of an eye for their family member or something like that. So mental health is not the only root cause of the problem. No, no, I'm not saying it's the only mental root cause. I'm saying you have to cut it out at the at the root, though, whatever whatever the root is for that instance. Okay. I think both of those things are true. Because I, I think the mental health thing is not going to be something we could fix tomorrow. But the gun thing is, like, we definitely need to address mental health in this country for a number of reasons. And, and, and violent tendencies are one of them. But also, if you made guns a little bit harder to get, exactly. it, it just wouldn't be so easy for people. I mean, I think I hear what you're saying. And it, I, I, you're right. They, they can find another way to get a bunch of people at once. But like, let's there's no need for them to have access to 17 ways. Like, maybe we can narrow it down to like three. Right. We, we can save a couple hundred people that got hit with those guns. Our security system is kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, David. We we got off topic. Back to the main guy. Um, I I too am just glad that you know those family members can 
rest now and that community can rest now knowing that that terror is over i just couldn't imagine and i know and maine is such a small state so i'm sure that community was uh you know small and, yeah. tight and not to know where he is um has to be devastating yeah maine is a very small state and it's kind of you know woodsy and suburban like that wasn't an urban area where that happened yeah yeah uh, but let's talk about the opposite side. You know, I, we had a whole episode where we talked about, I think it's even one of our episode headlines where we talk, <coughs> excuse me, guys, where we talked about uh, cops just doing illegal shit, right? It was like, I think it was one of our topics. I can't remember what it was, but in Mississippi, we're dealing with uh, some more shady shit from cops, right? Mississippi mother claims that white cops hit her son with a car, buried him in a field in a farm, didn't tell anybody, and it's been almost six months. Guy's name was Dexter Wade. He was 37 years old and apparently was accidentally hit by an off-duty Jackson police officer in an SUV on March 5th. Police allegedly did not notify his mom, um, left his body unclaimed, um, and uh, the mom is speculating that there might be a vendetta uh, uh, involving a separate lawsuit that she had against the force due to manslaughter of her brother by another Jackson cop. I believe it without any further evidence. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I just I don't have a lot of faith in our police system when it comes to black and brown people and especially not in the deep south. Um but I I I haven't done much much research on this, but I know the police is they're kind of like the mob. You don't get to come for them without consequences, especially not publicly. Um, and I've, I've read too many articles about people leaving a paper trail of complaining about the police and then somebody ends up dead. Yeah. There's nobody policing the police. So. Yeah, they're the wrong gang. It's, it's insane. Uh, I feel, I feel so bad for this lady. Uh, it, there's like gangs inside of the police uh, there's still KKK, uh, strong, strong arm in the police. Mm -hmm. And this is why a lot of people are, are, are very big proponents on defunding the police. Uh, but it's more for, we need to just break them down just for us to build it back up. Cause there's been instances and you can bring up, uh, Nork, you can bring up, uh, Camden, uh, like they they completely changed like the policing system. Uh, there's a lot more diversity. Uh, there's a lot more uh, inclusion with the community. Uh, but there's still a lot of places out here with just wild shitty cops. Um, and it's just it's insane. It, it doesn't make sense how and how they can get away with this either. Like it it'll blow your mind. Yeah, and that, that's what tells you that um, it's so much deeper than just the cops. They're protected, you know, by these um, city 
uh, officials, uh, the people who employ them. You, I mean, the mayor should be immediately interjecting in something like this. Um, so I'm not necessarily sure how this always happens. I mean, the mayor of Orange used to be a police officer. And when he became mayor, our police officer got, our police force got so much shinier. So I'm going to pause there because I don't want to feel safe in my town. But um, <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's sad that there are situations where Black people would rather deal with the, the, the danger themselves than call the cops. Because we know what happens when we call the cops. It's just, like you said, this lady, that's, that's horrendous. She had two tragedies in her family. Um, and, you know, I, I don't see a lot of consequences, honestly, for when people die in police custody. There always seems to be a reason that can explain it. But for them to have buried somebody in a field six months ago, and this woman is still trying to find out what happened to her son, that's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And these sorry asses told the coroner when the coroner asked, because she followed up with the police for Dexter's next of kin, they told her there were no developments. And they knew exactly who that man was because there was apparently a pill bottle that identified his name. So they knew he was mm. the son of that lady. Mm. That's horrible. Yeah, this is really bad. This this honestly reminds me of uh uh this show uh or Paramount Plus. It's called Never Seen Again. Uh it highlights stories like this, honestly. Uh so it's definitely something I would say check out if uh, so you can start like spreading the word, be more knowledgeable of what's going on. Uh, the first two episodes in this is about uh, Felipe Santos and uh, Terrence Williams, who both went missing in October 2003 and January 2004, respectively. Uh, and they both were last seen in the custody of uh, the county sheriff, uh, Steve Calkins. Uh, and still to this day, nothing uh nothing has happened to this man so wow and where where can i find this uh this is on paramount plus it's called a uh, never seen again see and slightly unrelated but related um a, a, another movie that should have been on um you know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to wait for that. But um, there's too much documented history of things going south and us being proper, not being properly documented. Right. It's it's way too much history. And that's why I don't trust history as it's recorded. I don't blame you for that. Yeah. Like I'm always like, you know, my, my family is always getting on me for that because like they always mention things that were like documented, but it's like, yeah, but what about the things that weren't documented? So, you know, and honestly, and, and this is a whole nother yeah. discussion in itself, um, the Bible, you know, I know that the Bible is supposed to be the word of God and don't get me wrong. I'm a Christian. I'm a practicing Presbyterian, but when it comes to the Bible, I understand as well that not much has changed when it comes to humans. I mean, look at history, right? Everything that we've gotten has been built on just turmoil and war and destruction and i'm sure it was happening back then as well so uh a lot of what i feel like is in the bible is a story uh that those authors wanted to write so 
I, I struggle with that all the time. Um, my, my church does Bible study and I, I can't go because I would probably throw questions and darts and stones in there that really ain't what Bible study is for. You know what I'm saying? But in mm-hmm. my eyes, you know, that should be study. I mean, if you, if you, if you feel like I'm wrong, help me learn, you know, that's what school is about right? Mm -hmm. You're here to help me learn more into it. And I just feel like people, Christians take offense to my questioning it, but this is exactly the reason why history repeats itself. Yeah. And history is written by the victors. So I agree with you. Um, I think that it's really important to be informed and to do your own research. Um, like you said all of the all the cases we hear about what about the ones we don't um i'm sure for every one story we hear about they're like 25 that we don't uh because for some reason the press got a hold of this one but it's 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 actually pretty terrifying um that you just end up with the wrong person on the wrong day and make the wrong move for existing and and something horrible could end up happening to you. And what really just makes me extra sad about this lady's case is like, it's bad enough when you lose a loved one and you have closure, but to have no closure and to be stuck with, I don't know what happened and you're trying to investigate and the people that you, that are supposed to be helping you investigate, you think are the ones that did it as, as payback for you trying to hold them accountable the first time. That's just, horrible yes and there's a special place in hell for them yeah that's it's it's being mm. made right now along with for guns i think the police should have a better psychological test to get into absolutely because a lot of them are bullies because they they became cops yep and they're taking this out on everybody now i got a gun and i'm in power not not all police officers i do not think all police officers are bad people i think we have a corrupt police system that that helps to support bad cops um and a lot of people that would have spoken out know that honestly if you speak out against them you could end up on the news too or as one of the disappearing cases or at the very least having lost your job with no Um, hope in sight and in any other like uh yeah uh like state or anything because they will ban you yep and you you also don't want to be out in the line of fire in the line of duty with somebody that you can't trust. Right. right. So you know, like, hey, I just I just reported my partner because I saw him do some really sketchy stuff. Like, then I need him to have my back. He doesn't have my back. I got shot on the job because I quote unquote snitched. Yeah, I could never be a cop. I I totally agree with David. It's it's not just. I understand the concept of defund the police and I think it's often been misrepresented, but it's it's not that we're saying we don't need a police force. We're saying that there's money that can be used for other things that there's some towns that would find more helpful, but the whole system's jacked up. Right, right. Even even money, you can dwarf some of that money and use it for their psychological evaluations. Yep, you for some after say... school programs, for psychological evaluations, for there's just a lot of community work that could be done on the proactive side to stop people from ending up in the criminal space to begin with. And I don't think that cops should be allowed to be out in the field in most situations without a social worker. I don't understand why those two mm. don't go uh, hand in hand. 
that's a really interesting concept because uh, the mental health situations that they are not equipped to handle. And, you know, police officers are people. I can never be a police officer. I'm too, I'm way too skittish. You can't give me a gun in, in, in a dangerous situation. I'm going to use it, but I shouldn't be a police officer. Right, right. I feel like if you're going to be a police officer, you kind you have to have some level of self-control that you can't be threatened by everything to shoot at people. Yeah. I I know I can't be a police officer, but only because I would probably be end up in a ditch because um I wouldn't be able to be to bleed blue. Uh you do something that's shady to me in front of me, I have a problem with it. No, I, yeah, I don't. I it wouldn't work for me. It it wouldn't. I wouldn't pass the test to get in for sure. I also wouldn't pass the physical. <laughs> so we don't need to worry about that. <laughs> but well, yeah, I did want to say that it, you know Miss Wade is looking to raise a hundred thousand dollars. Um, so please, if you can assist. It'll be greatly appreciated. I think that she should she should get that assistance. She has a GoFundMe page as well. Can we add that link? Yes, I will put that link in our uh, profile um, description of this uh, episode. So please get out and help her. So far, she has raised $12,000. So kudos and shout out to those um, those 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 people. All right, y'all, that is it for our hot topics for the day. Uh, tomorrow, we'll be back with the top five horror movies. I'm really excited because I think mines are really strategic and good. You know, nothing really scares me like that. So I had to think about things that actually put a little bit of fear, a little bit of fear in my soul, you know. So I think I did pretty good. What do you guys have planned for the rest of the day? Relaxing, woosahing, <laughs> trying to prepare to be to be healthy for the week. Cause I think also it's really easy to get stuck in the grind and not and not do self-care. So I'm trying to focus on that. Went grocery shopping, trying to prep some food for the week. But the, the honestly shop right prices are a nightmare in a horror movie in themselves. Yes. I, I'm so tired of walking out of here spending three hundred dollars. No, I'm over it. It's not going to keep going up, but I'm just trying to make sure. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to eat tonight, honestly. Well, don't out. buy scallops because they're $25.99 a pound at ShopRite. Oh, no. That's ridiculous. God cursed me with this champagne appetite with this beer budget. I got to find some seafood while I'm out here. It's it, I, That's what I wanted. We got some shrimp. We got scallops. We got salmon. I would say a good $70 went to just like the meat part of this. Mm. Seafood is expensive. Remember when we were the only ones that ate seafood? Because it was poor people's food. I love seafood. And then white people discovered shrimp. <laughs> mm. And chicken wings. Not really expensive. What is this amazing sauce? Yeah, that cocktail sauce, they was over. Mm. Mm.